Hello, I am Max, the boyfriend. I'm Celie, the girlfriend. And this is A Girlfriend's Glimpse, the podcast that comes out every Thursday where I make Celie watch things that she otherwise wouldn't. This week, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones, or at least our first part of the review, because we have watched... First five seasons. Yes, the first five seasons. And what did you think of it, Celie? <laughs> I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's very violent. It's got a lot of nudity. <laughs> it's, 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 and it's got dragons. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's got everything that everyone loves. Right. <laughs> this show is very unique in that there's, I don't even know how many protagonists you could say. And I say that in quotes because it's mainly Daenerys, some of the Starks. Are there others? Tyrion? Like, what are the other main characters in your eye? Well, I would say obviously the Lannisters, uh, the Starks. Uh, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, spoiler yeah. alert, most of them die. Yeah, the, <laughs> Game of Thrones ended a long time um, ago. Full spoilers. And the Targaryens, the... Oh, what are they? She married into them. Baratheon? No. The savage peoples. You know what I'm talking about? The savage Drago. people. Oh, the uh, Dothraki. Yeah, the Dothraki. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the main ones. And the Spies. <laughs> Varys the spider yep and um little finger yeah uh, a lot of those characters are not very likable no <laughs> there are very few characters in this show that are actually likable <laughs> i mean i feel like we're gonna talk about the seasons and the stories and the narrative within them but i feel like the best way to bounce off of this show and we will be bouncing around a lot is just to talk about the characters because I feel like, first off, my favorite character, and maybe this is a guess, but your favorite character is Tyrion. My favorite character? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, is that... I like him. Is that Khaleesi? You know, I don't... I haven't really thought much about who my favorite character would be, because... I was going out on a limb. I was confident with that. <laughs> How do you feel now? <laughs> I, I feel like a fool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my. No, I don't know. I like a lot of the different characters, but I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite, favorite character above all else. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I mean, that was supposed to be the lead in into talking about Tyrion because he is a member of the Lannister family, which is by all intents and purposes, the villains or the antagonists of the show. And it's really nice to have that dynamic of one of those Lannisters is a really likable character. He's that, that, not absolutely wretched. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's not a good person, and he becomes better as the show goes on. And he goes to work for and, you know, counsel the good guys. But I I really, really like everything that they did with all of that and i feel like a lot of that goes down to george rr mount rr martin's writing but i mean what what did you like about him Tyrion, i feel like i just like how realistic he is because you know you know all the other lannisters get caught up in power and the family name and the blood and all of that type of stuff and then the starks are very self-serious too and like zuko honor <laughs> but i don't know Tyrion just seems to kind of go where he's needed or where he's um evicted or, <laughs> or where he's kidnapped yeah but he kind of just he seems to be able to stay alive no matter what happens he's been yeah. like his life has been threatened so many times yet he here he is he's just got a still. silver tongue he talks his way out of everything he does and he's good at it yeah i mean m most of that is just because he promises people money because he's from the last lannister well, family we can't do but... that anymore because yeah. it's a <laughs> failing yeah. most of the lannisters are gone now so <laughs> mm -hmm. but i mean character wise a lot of the starks are pretty much the main characters you start out with ned stark and he is the driving protagonist of the show 
and then all of his kids you kind of attach on to were there any's were there any of those that you preferred over the others of the starks i really liked ned stark but he died in season one so he got taken away very quickly but i like the only reason i like ned stark is because he seemed like a reasonable person and he may have had you know the robert king robert was his buddy his old pal but he wasn't afraid to be like you're making a damn fool out of yourself stop (laughs) (laughs) and he would just take it yeah they give each other shit but he was always a little bit intimidated or afraid by robert Mm. and i think it was just because of what robert was willing to do to people Mm. versus what ned was willing to do to people but i also feel like that was the reason why king robert liked him so much because Mm -hmm. he called him on his bullshit yeah yeah because nobody else has the balls to call the king Mm -hmm. on that bullshit (laughs) and a lot of kings later on use that you know edge and that power in not a great way but i mean i guess we can get into more of the characters oh i know who my favorite stark is Mm -hmm. rob oh that is a very good point he got he got killed though like he was he was a good one he was was pretty good the best i forgot about him for a moment but (laughs) but i was like oh yeah i was gonna bring that up later but i feel like to the detriment of this show and it's by design like this is not inherently wrong but there's a lot of characters and a lot of characters die and you forget that ned stark was you know the guy in the first season Mm -hmm. because after so many episodes and seasons it's just you forget these names and these characters and there's just so many of them Mm -hmm. and it's hard to you know it's hard to just categorize and remember Who's doing what? Who's fucking who over? Who's <laughs> who's fucking who? Yeah. Yeah. Like who's who's done what? It's it gets difficult to follow, which is why I think them separating the stories and bouncing between them. One, I think it makes it a little bit harder to keep track of, but at the mm-hmm. same time they do come together on some aspects for continuity yeah. and congruency. Like it just it makes it harder, but at the same time not. I feel like that is another aspect that is to the detriment of this show. And that is that a lot of these stories feel so disconnected. And sure, we're, I mean, this is later on, but Tyrion goes across the ocean and meets Daenerys, but that's the, like the only aspect of Daenerys' story that has had mm-hmm. any bearing on Westeros. Well, and what's funny is I've heard daenerys be called so many different names that i don't know what her actual like (laughs) real birth given name is it's it's crazy to me because she's khaleesi she's daenerys she's i think okay i daenerys is her given name khaleesi is the dothraki name and then she's got a bunch of other names like Chainbreaker and mother of dragons and slave freer or whatever i I think she's awesome i think she's so cool i mean i think I think she's still very naive in a lot of senses because now, I mean, her first couple of conquers went really well and it went her way. Mm-hmm. But now that she did, she conquered Marine and she stayed in Marine, she's starting to see the after effects. Whereas the other ones, she just kind of was like, you're free and left. Mm-hmm. And now she's staying and seeing that the masters that she liberated the slaves from aren't happy and they're carrying out coups mm-hmm. to overthrow her or throw her and kill her and kill um the the unsullied and stuff like that but she's and she's been faced with a lot of difficulties because some of them have come up to her and some of them have been collateral damage like her dragons killed some you know some guy's sheep or mm. and then somebody's daughter and she she was realizing that she didn't have as good of control over her dragons as she thought um should have never locked those dragons up i know that was that was bullshit those two didn't do shit it was always a drogan but (laughs) but she also is seeing that like some of the traditions that her um well now he's he's dead she doesn't have to marry him anymore but (laughs) it it didn't work out that way what was his name oh i don't remember something complicated two different people that tried to marry a 
Daenerys in some sort of situation. And they all ended up dead. It's a yeah. it's a Black Widow situation. Both. I mean, one of them she, she trapped kill. in a safe, so he's presumably dead now. Yeah, Maybe he escaped. Doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. But <laughs> but that is something you brought up that I feel like they kind of glazed over in the show until I don't remember which season, but it really bit her in the ass mm -hmm. how much she was spreading herself thin. Because, yeah, she just conquered a place and then left and assumed everything was good. Yeah. And then as soon as she looked back, she realized that, no, these cities are rioting and well, I got to send people back there. Right. And what she did was she she did liberate people who have been slaves. But mm -hmm. she also has to think about a lot of these people come from different cultural backgrounds relatively. And mm -hmm. some of those slaves were perfectly content where they were because they weren't being treated poorly per se depending on who they were yeah. with it's a, a lot of them issue, well a lot yeah. of them were obviously treated incredibly poorly but some of them were like i have no other way of life that there was I know. that and teacher I, guy that yeah just i want to go back to on that someone's farm and he loved all their <laughs> kids dearly yeah he was a teacher and mm -hmm. and also the um the fighting rituals or whatever mm, that they the do where, yeah the fighting pits where they fight to murder each other and she didn't agree with that but at the same time if their free will deems they want mm -hmm. to do that then that's exactly what she was trying to do for them is liberate them so that they can make their own choices it's it's unavoidable that some of them would still choose to do that i kind of wish that she came to more of a realization about that that if she wants to give freedom to people, that means that they're free to do things that she doesn't agree with. Right. It's not going to be all rainbows and posies and shit like that. Because <laughs> the, the masters that she freed them from revolted heavily and violently mm -hmm. because they were pissed. And they... And she tried to be merciful to one of them who inadvertently was killed by... Was it Grey Worm? Or somebody th who killed oh, that was, one guy? Uh, no, it was her one of the council member. It was like a past slave that she had. Right, she mm. had to make an example out of him, but that backfired because it just made some yeah. of the other people really mad, and mm. some of them were like, all, "I feel like all the all of the slaves were on her side, but then at that moment she just lost everyone." Yeah, because she showed that uh, exactly what she she contradicted herself because she's mm. like, "If you don't." you know, follow my orders to a T, I'll murder you. That's not necessarily free will. I mean, there there's a fine line between governing and tyranny in this show. Mm. It's it's there's a fine line between just, you know, being in charge of people and having an organized society right. and civilization um, or complete free will where it's total chaos and there's a lot of death, murder, theft, crime, everything... But you have to have an accountability system, but I feel like death should only be the punishment for something drastic. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, the person that he killed was seeking to kill members that she was fond of. Like, she, he was seeking to, like, to hurt her and, mm -hmm. and her counsel. And I get that you want to deal with it in a diplomatic way, but at the end of the day, death was what he was going to get. Mm -hmm. at the end of it because he he did kill somebody and yeah. then and in this world fighting fire with fire yeah, it just got, doesn't work <laughs> i it's it's a really complicated issue and that's what i love about this show is it's full on just politics of mm -hmm. government and how do you govern a people that want to do something that you don't like mm -hmm. and daenerys doesn't really go about the right way and that's why she mm -hmm. has a bunch of people rioting against her mm-hmm but luckily, she's got dragons on her side. Luckily, dragon came to save the day. <laughs> when she was getting surrounded by all the people that were uprising against yeah. her in Marine, luckily, Mr. Drogon came and was like, Hi, Mom, I'm going to take you. <laughs> oh, God. But he just flew oh, her right good. into another bad situation. <laughs> yeah, he flew her into he, he his, did, he his nest. He did something. Yeah. He did something, and then he's too hurt, and she's going, we gotta go back, we gotta go back. And he's like, bitch, did you not see all the fucking spears in my back? <laughs> I'm Give resting. me a minute. <laughs> he just was like, fuck off. Give me a minute. She's like, well, the least you could do is give me some food. And I'm like, 
the 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 least he could do is what he did. He saved yeah. your fucking life. He saved your skins. I'd say thank you. Yeah, about a dozen. Times. He didn't have to. And he's a dragon. He could have easily just eaten you for lunch. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have talked about just in private. I think, or at least my interpretation of the dragons is these are intelligent creatures, almost more so than humans. Like they have a deep, deep understanding of everything. They have, I would say that their intelligence lies more upon intuition. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I would agree with that. Because they can't inherently be reasoned with, but they are privy to how people are at a core level. Like, you know, Drogon didn't let Khaleesi touch him mm-hmm. when she was on that balcony because he sensed, I don't know what he sensed, weakness in her, like hesitation. hesitation. Yeah, I don't know. He sensed something that he wasn't, he didn't like, like uncertainty. So he was like, nope. <laughs> but when he came back to save her, he sensed the difference in her and was like, okay, now you're the you're the mother that I knew. Mm-hmm. And he almost like, you know, I'm, I'm reluctant to coddle certain aspects but if they're intelligent enough to know the difference and be like "Mm," and they have their own way of doing it because they are dragons they don't have the same means of communication but they do communicate Mm -hmm. in a way i mean the two that she locked in the basement are probably developmentally stunted at this point because she locked (laughs) them in total darkness what is wrong with her i don't because those two were well behaved yeah now all she did was irreversibly damage them Mm -hmm. so that now they will never behave again (laughs) (sighs) and as soon as you let them loose they're just gonna go on a killing spree and she may be in the line of fire uh on the off chance they might be thankful for it and might go back to what they were doing and or drogon would you know intervene Mm. and be like hey guys you're going a little apeshit here you need to chill out but i don't know if he would I can't spoil anything because I have seen all of this yeah, show. I have not. <laughs> but yeah, I all I'll say is I really, really wish she didn't lock her dragons up. That moment where she put the chains on and then walked out and she closed lost the door. Their trust yeah, I, I was basically crying. I, I think I had like a single tear rolling down my cheek. I know, and all the other deaths in this and like yeah, it had no like, effect on me. No, like that uh, Rob's wedding. No, actually, that's a lie. When they killed uh, Rob's direwolf, that got me almost. It's only teary-eyed. animals with you. There's any time I... <laughs> a person dies, you're like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I don't. I didn't think it was fair that they killed John. <sighs> John Snow. They said for the watch and i'm like mm-hmm. fuck you you know everything he's done so far is for the watch like they, what do you mean oh they tricked him too because they were like hey benjen stark's here you remember him he was from the first season that's bullshit <laughs> i think that's yeah that, that's that mm-hmm. pissed me off more than anything because i'm like why did you have to why'd you why like he mm-hmm. was a good person and he was leading them through and yeah he was he was doing what he thought was right Honestly, I'm recalling the first time I saw it because he runs down. He John's really happy. He's expecting to see his uncle. And it says traitor. Yep. And it's just a cross and it says traitor. And then he gets he stabbed like six times. Just everyone takes one stab as if it's he's Caesar. Full watch. And I'm like, you guys just killed one of the best leaders you could possibly have. He was Mm -hmm. one of the most merciful people. The guy that you are following that was in charge before him. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you're you're following somebody who is ruthless and couldn't care less about your well-being as long as you fight. So what do you think is going to happen now with the White Walkers? I know I, we should probably save our speculation for the future for the end, but I'm just curious what what do you think is going to happen with the White Walkers coming and the the Night's Watch is is brittle skeleton crew. Yeah. I honestly think that I think the White Walkers are smarter than some of the people in charge. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the leaders. Yeah, there's a sense of a hive mind, but yeah, yeah the leaders. But the leaders of the of the White Walkers, they show no fear, no mercy, and they kill precisely. Like their followers are just like you know, zombie crazy, don't mm-hmm. have much of a thought, but the leaders calculate. And I think that, and they said, you know, if they don't figure out how to swim or climb the wall, I'm like, 
I think they're going to be smarter than that and wait for an opportune moment. And they're just going to break through the wall gate. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they could probably climb the wall, but they have also seen what you can do and mm. what happens when that right. happens because the uh, wildlings already tried that. Mm -hmm. And they saw what that resulted in. So they're probably going to go, okay, maybe not that. <laughs> they got that big anchor that they swung across the wall and killed like mm -hmm. 50 people. I think that it's so cool. foul and so unfair that anybody they kill just rises up and joins their ranks. Oh. That's so foul. <laughs> why? That's why the White that's Walkers so, are so amazing. That's such bullshit. And you know what I think that they could have done? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, they should have kept the dragon glass really yep, close. They lost it. Because that was one of the, you know, that they, you know what they could have done with that? They could have put it in a bomb, in mm -hmm. a cannon, and wait until there's a huge group of White Walkers, shoot it at him, and it shards yes. all of it at them. Like one of those nail bombs. Yeah, and you don't have to use a spear individually to kill them because there's too many. No, just they outnumber every a, army. Into a crowd of them. They, and they outnumber every single army. Mm -hmm. But the only thing I'm wondering is, is can they venture out of winter? No. and Because that is what they're limited to. They're so, limited to the north because the further south they go, they they just can't go outside of that. that so they're going to take over the north most likely or they're going to be, or they're going to try and force their way into conquering, you know, the north in the winter and mm -hmm. stuff like that so that everybody's forced to the south, which is going to put a lot of pressure on what Lannisters are left. Also, Cersei being shaved bald oh and God. put stripped naked and made to walk through the town. I mean, I hate Cersei just as much as anybody. She's a vengeful whore. <laughs> she's a vengeful bitch. And she's an ass. And I mean, it was fun to see that it backfired on her. Yes. And it was fun to see her in jail. All of the religion but at the But at the same time, I think that the punishment she endured, I think that was a bit far even for Cersei. I think that was that one. I think the reason I think that is because what they were shaming her for was not the main reason I hate her. The main reason I hate her is because she's manipulative and selfish and cruel. They were punishing her for being unfaithful in her marriage, mm -hmm. which is what Robert did 20 times over. Yeah. And I'm they were punishing Robert her for first. Yeah, and they were punishing her for that. Mm. but not all the other shit that she's done. So that yeah. that's why that felt wrong to me because they were punishing her for, you know, just sleeping with, as far as they know, of one person outside of her marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were punishing her for. Not anything else that she did. Yeah. Just that. And I think that's why I felt like it was unjustified and it was too far. Mm. I feel like, you know, imprisoning her and maybe making her like a, a like a bit of a slave for a while. Like a nice house, like a housemaid, and where she's made to serve the people she wronged, and is watched twenty four seven, so she can't actually be vengeful. That I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this one, her walking through the entirety of the city naked with people throwing shit at her, and sh and a late a, a self righteous uh, sister lady going ringing a bell behind her, going shame, shame. <laughs> I was going, really, really really that <laughs> it's, it's is, that is that's rough to watch that's that was bad that mm -hmm. was really that was hard to watch that was a hard to watch episode mm -hmm. it was yeah. very hard to watch that but before we talk about that and i really really do i gotta move back a bit because we mentioned the leaders of the night's watch mm -hmm. and or the, not the night's watch the uh white walkers and to my knowledge, there's 13 of them, and there's one head one, the Ice King, and the Ice King. <laughs> Princesses! <laughs> I don't even know if his name is the Ice King. It just came to I mind. I think we should just call him the Ice King. Yeah, he's I the like Ice that. King now. He's after Princess. Gunter! <laughs> but we, we've we seen two of them be killed, one by Sam and one by John. And Each a different way. They mm -hmm. were surprisingly easy to kill. Yeah, if you have dragon glass or Valyrian steel, all you have to do is basically touch them with it. That's a big weakness. But at the same time, those things are very far and few in between. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have them, you're screwed. Yeah, you try to cut them apart, they'll still be like, ha, 
Sorry, but no, that doesn't work on us. And any weapon, they can just shatter like glass, which is really cool to see. That's so crazy. What makes Valerian steel different? I could probably explain it if I've read more of the books, but I'm barely into them, so. Well, it seems like, okay, here's here's a concept. Mm-hmm. Probably means absolutely nothing, but uh, <laughs> would dragons be their natural mortal enemy? Yes, I think. Because fire can kill them. Yeah. Like if you burn them, yeah, they can't come back. Yeah, like, it's the that's bodies. just the, that's the it that's over. And I think the main grunts for the White Walkers can be killed or hurt by fire, but there was also that moment where one of the white walker leaders just walked through fire like nothing well i think there's a difference um of just you know walking through a quick you know ooh, wow that's hot rather <laughs> than being lit up yeah. <laughs> like and maybe that's different but fire and dragon fire are two different things and yeah, maybe well that that's well also that's called dragon glass mm -hmm. so that has to mean something right i mean it's probably just their word for obsidian but yeah but they're relating it to the dragon. Mm -hmm. And as does Valerian steel, is that forged in dragon fire? And that's why it's different? I bet you the metal has something to do with dragon, dragon scales, dragon blood or something. Because dragons seem to be like one of, if anything, mm -hmm. I don't know why we haven't seen, and, and if we have, I didn't realize it or notice it, but mm -hmm. they always talk about the gods and the deities. I'm surprised none of the groups have uh, viewed the dragons like that. Yeah. Because the dragons seem to be very central in defeating dark magic. Also, dragons seem magic. to be, like, they're, apparently they haven't seen Powerful. dragons for hundreds of years, but dragons are the one, like, mythological creature that we really see, like, there's direwolves and there's mention of horse-sized spiders, but we never really see them. Like, it's really mm. just dragons. So, yeah. Well, giants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are giants. You're right. And White Walkers. But, mm -hmm. and that's something that I do want to talk about is there's what if a there lot are of mermaids. Oh, I bet you there are. That'd be and there's cool. probably krakens. But there's a lot of magic in this universe, but it's reserved and it's really subtle. And they wait seasons, like three seasons, to really bust out really cool magic. Right. Hmm. Like the uh, sorceress lady. Oh, the red woman. The red woman. What's her name? She, I don't remember her name. I just remember that she's oh, red. Is it Melisandra? That sounds right. I, I could be wrong, but that, yeah, sounds that right. sounds but right. She's, I couldn't quite figure out what her goal was. Like, I know she mm -hmm. was supporting Stannis and she was trying to perpetuate the sun god and things like that, like the one true. <laughs> and I was like, but what is she hoping to gain? Like what she doesn't, I, she, I know she uses like blood magic and she devotes herself to the sun god, but it almost seems like she's one of those people that will preach that, but has an ulterior motive that isn't related to that religion. Mm -hmm. And I can't, and I just, I don't know what her end goal is. What is she hoping to achieve? Because if she has powerful enough magic to kill somebody from a distance at, at their disposal, as long as mm -hmm. she has their blood... <laughs> Why would she be following somebody like Stannis Baratheon? I think she is self-serving, but at the end of the day, and I could be wrong, but I feel like she's very faithful to this cause. Like, she fully believes in the well, Lord of Light. Yeah, but what's her end goal? Burn everybody that doesn't believe her? Because it, it, it doesn't seem like she tries very hard to convert them unless they serve a particular purpose. Well, it was supposed to be you know, serve the king, the rightful king that is Stannis. But what made her decide that Stannis was the rightful king? Because the Lord of Light told her, How, I assume. Who is it? I don't I How don't do know. I know it's not a White Walker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never really see the Lord of Light. And also, there's many, many religions in this universe. And mm -hmm. another interpretation of mine is that there is, like, one cosmic god <laughs> affecting all of this. And all of these people 
are seeing this God in different ways, like the Lord of Light and the seven holy septons or whatever is the same thing. I would argue that it's the nihilistic point of view where there is no actual deity hmm. and that's just something that they use to justify means because magic doesn't necessarily mean that there's a big overarching being that controls it. I think in this universe, there is a God. And my one confirmation or piece of evidence is that there's the guy that keeps on dying and the priest begins praying to the Lord of yeah, Light but that and could then be he argue, gets brought back. That could be argued that that's sorcery or black magic because at the same time, you know who else brings somebody back to life? Hmm. The ma the maester that's not a maester, Mr. Frankenstein. That's a different way of bring being brought back. Yeah, like but... The mountain is not back to life. I love that, though. <laughs> but, like, if that can be achieved through different means, then wouldn't that mean that it's it's just another form of sorcery or magic rather than a deity yeah. granting it? Why, and why would that deity target specific people? I'm not sure. Because, like that would imply that there is a reason for them glorifying one specific person and giving them a million chances. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing inherently special about that guy other than the fact that he had a priest or yeah. somebody who performed an exorcism or something to <laughs> bring him back to life whenever he died. But And it happened like, what, five or six times right. they mentioned? Well, and what about the um, many-faced god? I think that is the same one. Because if anything, that would that would be something I would be like, okay, you might be an actual deity <laughs> because I don't understand his magic. There's so I don't understand why. Like, I don't know what he is. I don't know what he tries to do. And why is he so obsessed with everybody being nobody? <laughs> there was that scene at the end where he killed himself and then it turned out it wasn't him. And then he was there and then he kept on taking faces off and then she what went the blind. What is happening? Yeah, why did she go blind? I, I, I mean, that... And ended in a cliffhanger mm -hmm. so i'm assuming i don't know if it's a permanent blindness but it almost seems like it was it was his way of punishing her but how could yeah. he have done that without like you know poisoning her but at the same I... time when she took off the face her face was on that corpse i think like the many face god that's just straight up magic like unexplainable magic like and how did they take the faces off without it looking horrific maybe that's practical effects they got mission impossible scooby-doo masks I don't know about that because <laughs> the masks that she was removing almost looked like they were mesh, like they were see-through, Yeah. but they, me they melded thin. to the face perfectly. And then when she was returning the mask that she used to kill that Kingsguard terrible guy, mm -hmm. like she, it, it looked like an actual skin Yeah, it face. looked like somebody cut off a face, mm -hmm. and but they did it so delicately, surgically, mm. but... So I think that is what it is, where they take people's faces off and they use it. But it how do they do that? It, it would wouldn't look, look horrible. that good. It, it would look like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, oh yeah, some Texas shit. I don't Chainsaw know. Massacre. No, it would look like Mike Myers, Michael Myers. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Isn't Texas Chainsaw Massacre the guy that actually does that? Who like puts a face on his face? I, I mean, the Joker I, also did that. I tried that. to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre a long time ago, yeah, I and I couldn't get through it because it was so gross. I did not like, like it. I'm a I'm a horror fan, but mm -hmm. like if it's just a gore splatter fest, I don't appreciate those very no. much because it's just using body horror and shock value mm -hmm. rather than actual plot. And I feel like that's another great thing about Game of Thrones is there is a lot of gore and even horrific scenes that lean on that but horror it's aspect. <laughs> because but, there's a plot. Yeah, I feel there's like a reason whenever it. someone is split open or they're literally cut in half, it's so that it can shock the audience because it's supposed to be like, oh my God, well, this I is was, terrible. Well, I was really surprised when um, Oberyn, was that his name? Oh yeah, the, I was surprised the Dornish when, prince. Yeah, I was surprised when he got murdered like that by the yeah. mountain. I thought for sure that he was going to win, but he he was too hell bent on revenge, mm -hmm. and he had a perfect opportunity to just stab the mountain through the head and be done. But he got his head just crushed like a melon. Yeah, and just, just split apart. God so damn. and then this his wife or whoever that is, <sighs> that vengeful bitch. 
she's she does she's just killing mm-hmm. because she's pissed off. She's not killing because that because they did anything wrong at that point. No. She just wants to kill people. And she even admitted that Marcella had nothing to do with it and she shouldn't kill her, but she's then just being she poisoned vengeful. her. And she even killed herself in that move. With, because of the lipstick. Yeah, but then she took the oh, antidote right, afterwards. Right. She didn't kill herself. She took the antidote. I'm dumb. I she don't know why the, I said that. No, <laughs> she she took the antidote afterward. Yeah, so and, she's fine. But the <sighs> thing is, is that the... I don't even know. I don't even remember her name. Lannister child. Marcella? Yeah, Marcella. Mm-hmm. She has... She's been one of the most innocent people yep. in this. And she fell and in she, love with someone. Yeah, and, and she And she was, just wanted to be with him. Yeah, and they were doing... You know, that was one of the few things that marriages that wasn't horrifically bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she had no reason to kill her other than to just hurt the Lannisters. It hurt Cersei. I don't know. And the Dornish king, I think he is. God bless his soul. He's amazing. Because he's just like, no, we don't kill little children in Dorn. We're going to treat her right. Well, now she just sealed her fate. If if anybody finds out what she did, he's going to be like, well, I warned you mm-hmm bye-bye but yeah we mentioned favorite characters before and i think oberon might be my favorite which is why mm-hmm. it was so hard to see him die that sucked yeah. that sucked to watch him die because it was so I, much fun well i was like he was one of the few that had a just reason and he did not judge people for dumb reasons no he was like one of the most open people ever mm-hmm. and he didn't lie about really he was just like no i'm not gonna do that it's not in the best interest of anybody oh yeah he didn't like play any political games no. as soon as he showed up he was like i am here to kill this guy this guy and this guy can you help me no okay get out of my way yeah he was just there to avenge his family his sister mm-hmm. and her and his uh you know her children yeah he was just there to avenge he was there to right a wrong and mm. he got killed because of it because he yeah. was trying to gloat which is understandable he wanted he wanted the mountain to suffer but should have mm-hmm. just killed him yeah well he had the chance <laughs> but i feel like we got to loop back to cersei because mm. i really 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 hate cersei yeah. but that punishment i feel like and it's the point it goes so far into the other side that after a couple of episodes of seeing cersei being tortured and really enjoying it i start to enjoy it less and less because there's a point where you're like okay she's you know she's paid the price we've seen her tortured but then they keep going Mm -hmm. and they keep going and then they made it a huge overstep yeah and it's and Honestly, anything that is based on uh, extremist religion and stuff like that and people just judging other people as if they don't do equally horrible, stupid shit to other people, Mm -hmm. that I will always have a problem with. Right. Like, and if they were punishing her, like, say, like, by all means, yeah, shave her head, so what, it's hair, it'll grow back. (laughs) But I feel like... A punishment that would have been like achieved what they were trying to do, but been less of an atrocity on humankind and women mm-hmm. in general. Um, it was if they did like um, like a the Scarlet Letter one where they just you know put her put her up in publicly somewhere and just uh, put her put her in like a like tied her hands together and made her just stand in the square and people can yell at her. Yeah. Fully clothed and just <laughs> people can yell at her. People can, I mean, but making her walk naked feet from these people, getting spit on, getting blood yeah. thrown at her, getting, I'm assuming shit thrown on her too. Yeah. Getting like, every manner. And of... then having somebody walk behind her with a bell going, shame, shame, shame. Like, and I don't that know, was far. I don't know if you noticed, but that woman with the bell, that was the mom in sex education of the athlete guy oh i didn't notice Mm. it's also the manager from ted lasso but you haven't seen that show but 
I don't know. The holier than thou stuff is just annoying to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's annoying because I'm like I'm looking at all of you and I'm seeing like I guarantee you you guys have done maybe not as bad as Cersei, but you've mm-hmm. done a lot of bullshit that warrants punishment too. And that's what this show does really, really excellently is it gives you a character that you hate and then it gives you someone to hate even more because this entire religion cult what what are they called again i don't even remember i don't even know and they carve oh is it the sparrows the high sparrows or something i don't know something like that but yeah they like you were saying they carve the thing on their forehead that's so far like there's and isn't the (laughs) here's the other (laughs) kicker that i didn't realize at first Mm -hmm. the guy that they're punishing her for sleeping with is a part of their Mm-hmm. little cult yeah. and is getting away scot-free even because though he, he was repented. a even though he was yeah but seriously <laughs> did the same thing in front of him yet they still chose to do that and it's because she's a woman <laughs> it's because she's a woman down to it if it were a guy they wouldn't have made a guy do that they would have probably made him fight somebody or they would have like yeah you know cut him up a bit but they wouldn't have made him walk naked through the entire city mm-hmm and a nun going shame being shamed like they i don't think they would have done the same thing if it were a guy in this scenario Mm -hmm. i think they were doing it because they know that at least in this society in the show women are a lot more vulnerable to criticism and judgment and attacks because the king that she was married to his indiscretions were in the double digits <laughs> like far in the double gi- digits and nobody cared did he have yeah and nobody batted an eye because he's a guy mm-hmm. but and seriously albeit she probably should not have slept up her family tree but <laughs> that's disgusting the, but the guy but she sleeps with one guy and then she's subject to that punishment, whereas King Robert is known as one of the great kings mm. of the Seven Kingdoms. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's obviously a, a double standard there. Mm-hmm. And there's a big double standard in this universe because women are basically just used for titles, mm-hmm. which really sucks. But Property, titles, mm-hmm. leverage. And there's exceptions where people try to gain power sometimes in bad ways like cersei and sometimes in good ways like daenerys but on the majority if you're born a girl in this world oh i really 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 want cersei and daenerys to meet i so badly want that to happen i don't know why i think it's just because relatively they're the two strongest female characters in this show like they Mm. have they hold or held the most power right and are have been in charge without a man you know claiming that right yeah. power like you know what i'm talking about like i feel like that would be really cool to see those two meet each other i don't even talk about fight i don't mm. think they'd fight but i just want to see them sit down and talk about shit because you got seriously on one hand who is a malicious bitch <laughs> she and she gains her power and leverage through very unethical standards mm-hmm. whereas daenerys she has good intentions and she just wants people to be able to be free and she wants to pioneer a new era mm-hmm. that is geared toward you know democracy and freedom to an extent but yeah. and for now for now she also has dragons. That's pretty good leverage. <laughs> yeah. That's a good threat. I mean, I'd say an army is worth like one dragon, so. And she got three, but only one of them is actually, you know, compatible right now. Mm. The other two, I think she sealed that fate and nailed that coffin shut when she locked them up. Right. Because now they will <laughs> never respect her or listen to her because, because she betrayed their trust. They weren't the ones that went around killing people. It was Drago, Dro- Should... Drogon. We've mentioned it like three times now, but why did she put them in the cave? It's because she was afraid that they would follow suit with Drogon. Mm. And she had no guarantee that they wouldn't. And those were the ones that she did have more control over. Because Mm. Drogon was just off doing whatever he wanted. And she was probably also afraid that if all of her dragons were out of her control that it would lose her power points 
because if because she's the mother of dragons and that implies that she has some control over them mm -hmm. but since one of them was rampant doing things that she didn't want them to do if the rest followed suit she would lose that power because think... they because they would view it as oh you can't even control your dragons you're the mother of dragons right so it was a form of one trying to protect her name and also trying to protect the people she was trying to free mm -hmm. because she had no guarantee that those two would act differently i think it just made me upset in the same way that i think it was the first season where one of the dogs bites joffrey's hand dogs the dire wolves and uh because in self def yeah. in defense of the owner because he was being a twat and because nymeria runs off which she's still off there I assume she's going to come back at some point. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But because consequences need to be consequenced, they kill one of the other direwolves, Lady, which is Sansa's. And it's just like, I... That I, isn't fair. It's not fair at all. And you're not going to teach the right lesson. No. Ensuing violence with violence just equals more violence. It doesn't stop anybody. It just makes people better at getting away with things. Yeah. or makes them more violent which doesn't fix anything <laughs> but i feel like i'm not sure what else we can talk about i mean we talked a little bit about aria but i do want to mention that she's on her batman adventure because <laughs> a lot of her family was killed in front of her or she barely missed them and then she <gasps> went off searching the world for knowledge and skills and now she's training with the league of assassins so she's batman she's she's gotten really calloused and badass mm -hmm. um also what they failed to conclude or like to say about anything which i assume in the next season they're going to is whether or not sansa and reek are <laughs> dead like they yeah, jumped just... off a wall and yeah. i was like wait a minute what are you two doing exactly i can't even remember what exactly saved them honestly it's a little ridiculous if you assume it was the snow but i'm gonna say it was the snow well they didn't confirm anything they yeah. just showed well we're jumping by <laughs> and then i'll see you in I a was, few years i was astounded that that theon actually did that like yeah, I, I was like pushed the you've been whipped like what was it the dog's girl or something yeah, the pushed, kennel master's girl that yeah pu pushed her off of the building and she mm -hmm. just went ah! i was, was like whoa, whoa so satisfying whoa! to see though <laughs> i love that holy fuck i know that was satisfying but it was mm -hmm. unexpected i didn't expect him to do that i was mm -hmm. like oh shit whoa and theon has been that's another character similar to cersei he got over punished yeah, it was really, way over the line you don't like him and then he gets tortured, and then it's too much, and then he loses his dick, and then it's way too much. It's it was just too much to torture him like that. Like mm -hmm. he, I know he took over Winterfell and he killed two random stable boys, but I mean, who hasn't at this, <laughs> in this point <laughs> in this world? Who hasn't? But yeah, but I, I, I mean, he wasn't even being punished for what he did. He was being punished because uh ramsey ramsey liked it and yeah. found joy and pleasure in doing so and that's where joffrey was a piece of shit but he was a little incompetent and he was like 17 yeah and he got poisoned and it was really fun to see him die but... <laughs> yeah i was like thank god <laughs> but by the time Strike. he was dead ramsey had been well established as a terrible person and now it's kind of just like, Ramsay is the worst person in this entire world. He's a psycho. He's terrible. He, yeah, he, I can't right. wait to see him die if he does. I hope so. I hope he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> I mean, everyone dies in this show. Literally everyone. They're killing off all the family lands. They're going to have to introduce new ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe there was a hidden Stark that we haven't seen now. Oh, the only two left are Sansa and Arya. And there's Bran. Well, he's, yeah, Bran, but he's off on his little yeah, side quest. I don't know what he's doing. He's talking to a tree. Yeah, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's just off on a side quest, and we haven't heard from him in a while. But, mm -hmm. I mean, there's those are the only only ones left. Yeah. Really. You're and right. then the yeah. Lannisters have been whittled down to <laughs> bare bones. Mm-hmm. 
How many Lannister <clears throat> kids are there? Is there just one? One left. Yeah, it's after after she died. We haven't mentioned it, but Tommen's a great king. Well, he's not a good king. He's he's, a good he's too young to yeah. be good at ruling anybody. He's too young for that. But at the same time, he he's just a he's a kind person. Mm. He's gentle, and he doesn't like violence. He doesn't like confrontation. He just. He just wants everybody to have a good time. <laughs> to quote Black Panther, he's a good man. And unfortunately, it's hard for a good man to be king. Yeah, because sometimes, I, I, I'm, especially in universes like Game of Thrones, you have to be kind of a jerk. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else that we might have missed. There's Brienne of Tarth. She's a really cool knight. She is, but her loyalty is just making it her life so much harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's recasting because the in the tree that, that Bran is talking off. to. Uh, I mean, in the future, that old guy, he will be recast as uh, Max von Sydow. Well, I didn't even remember what he looked like now. So mm. yeah, briefly but yeah. saw him. But the one... Yeah, the one recasting that the... really threw you off. Because it doesn't... They don't even look anything alike. <laughs> At all. And I, I was like, who the mm. hell is this? And that's, uh, what is his name? Dario Naharis? Am some... I getting him mixed up with someone? Hopefully not. I don't, I thought sounds right. But <laughs> I was like, who, who are you? Like, when did you get in here? And you then, grew a beard too. Well, and then you're like, oh, they just, you know, had to recast that guy. And mm. I'm like, they, they couldn't have gotten somebody that looks at least somewhat alike to the first one. Yeah, Ed Skirin, the Anybody? first one, he, I think, was in a movie, so he had to pull out. That was a big leap, because that guy looks nothing like the first one. Yeah. I mean, I I get not casting similar looks and just casting someone who's a good actor, but it it does really they didn't throw even, you off. They didn't even pop a wig on this other guy to make no. him blonde. Like, And I think they could have had some dumb line where just like, yeah, I got a haircut, even though he's... A foot shorter. They didn't acknowledge it. And has a beard. <laughs> they didn't acknowledge it. There was a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. But it... All of this show, it's fantastic. There's a billion characters and only about 10% of them are actually likable. But all of these characters are really three-dimensional and they're dynamic. And honestly, I cannot get enough of Game of Thrones. I know. It's, it's a good show. I enjoy it a lot. Out of five brownie points... What would you give Game of Thrones? The mm -hmm. first, I'd say, what what was it? Season one through five that we've seen? Yeah. Okay, so out of that, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a five just because a it's something, five. well, it's something that I look forward to watching, mm -hmm. which is why I'm going to say that. That's, is this our first five? I don't think so. No, there's one more before remember. it. I can't remember which one. <laughs> I haven't kept track of the actual score. I should keep an Excel spreadsheet. But this has been A Girlfriend's Glimpse into A Game of Thrones. Dun, 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 dun.